Hello and welcome to the Fancy Sanctuary, your one-stop shop for all your fancy needs. We cover DFS, redraft, best ball, and today we're covering Dynasty. I'm going to dive into the roller coaster ride of player values, spotlighting five players who are skyrocketing value and five players who are plummeting. Should you buy? Should you sell? And if so, what for? Stay tuned to discover the current pulse of their value in this ever-changing market. First up, DeAndre Swift. What can I say? He has been impressive. I, I'm i not the biggest fan. I thought that the Philadelphia backfield was going to be a mess. I thought that given the goal line uses of Jalen Hurts, the lack of checkdowns, I thought he was going to be overpriced and under-deliver. Sadly, I've, I've been completely wrong. He's been really impressive. He's been the RB12 in points per game. He's had four top 12 weeks. Um, the opportunity share is there as well, 62.8% opportunity share. He's now a top 12 dynasty running back for me. I'd happily pay a first for him. I think maybe you need to pay a little bit more, but if somebody's sleeping a little bit, doesn't view him as that long-term asset because of the contract coming to an end, it might be an opportunity to pounce. So, yeah, really like DeAndre Swift and think he's definitely a top 12 running back rest of the season and, and probably next season as well. The next big riser for me, Kenneth Walker. Again, Zach Charbonnet believer right here. I was expecting that post-buy rookie bump for Charbonnet, but Walker held it off. 81.5% opportunity share last week. He's over 70% on the season. But the single most impressive thing for me, through five games, he has only been tackled for a loss eight times. Last year, it was over two per game. He tackled 33 times in 15 games. The fact that he's keeping those chains moving and getting positive yardage consistently is the reason why he's staying on the field and the reason why Zach Charbonnet hasn't carved out a role yet. He's currently my RB10 in Dynasty. Again, like Swift, I'm happy to pay that first, but you're probably needing to pivot off another player rather than just buy with pure draft capital. The third player, another running back, Kyron Williams. Might be a little bit of a strange one given the ankle injury, but I'm viewing this as a fantastic opportunity to buy low. He is clearly the workhorse back in Los Angeles. He's not just a volume-based RB2 plodder, but he's adding some juice of his own. Sean McVay said that he's scheming up. He's wanting to get him as many touches as he can. As you can see, the RB18 points per game this season, averaging well over 18 points per game. If you can go and buy him for a couple of second-round picks, maybe you need to pivot off a more older player to go and buy him off a win-now team. I think it would be a great opportunity because the initial reports are saying it's a low ankle sprain, maybe only one or two weeks, but... I'm expecting come the playoffs, he's going to be a solid, reliable RB2 for your dynasty team. Changing positions now, we're going to look at some wide receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown. You may be thinking, why is he a riser? Everyone knows he's a stud. Well, for me, he is now in that second tier of dynasty wide receivers. He's along with AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. He is a top seven dynasty wide receiver for me. The stats are just completely out of this world. 39% targets per route run rate, 3.6 yards per route run, and averaging over 20 points per game. He's probably unattainable in your dynasty league right now. I can't imagine anybody is looking to sell, but 
if you can pay two first and sneak him away from somebody, I think he's going to be a cornerstone of your team for probably three, four, maybe even five years moving forward. The final riser is maybe a little bit under the radar, but Michael Mayer. You've probably spent some decent draft capital to draft him a couple of months ago. You've probably been disappointed as Sam Laporte has been setting rookie records and setting everything on fire. Michael Mayer's kind of been forgotten about. But this last week, we started to see some shoots and hopefully he can start to blossom. 81.4% snap share, 19.4% target share. Maybe a one-week thing, but I'm viewing this as we know he's talented. We know the prospect profile is there. And rookie tight ends take time. So hopefully, if you want to, buy low. I'd happily pay a second, but I don't know if you need to pay that much to go and acquire him right now. I think he could be the player that we start to see continue to rise in value over the coming weeks as hopefully he starts to earn a significant target share moving forward. Going to go and be some negative now, some fallers. Let's start with Russell Wilson. Now, on the field, fantasy-wise, he's been solid. QB 14 in points per game, averaging over 17. You can see on the screen there, 0.03 EPA per drop back. He has been solid. But the Broncos are 1 and 5. This is seriously approaching lost season for the Broncos. We know Sean Payton isn't going anywhere. Russell Wilson is probably going to be the full guy. I can't imagine he's going to be starting quarterback after this season as they tear it down and Sean Payton brings in his own quarterback of choice. Brings me to the contract situation. Russell Wilson's contract in 2025 is guaranteed for injury. If he can't pass a medical in April next year, that contract becomes guaranteed. There is seriously a chance. We saw it last year with Derek Carr where the Raiders sat him because they didn't want to pay that money. We could see that this year with Russell Wilson. They could sit him, designate him as a post-June first cut and move on from him. They paid Jared Stidham $10 million, two years, $10 million, to be a high-priced backup. I wouldn't be shocked if Russell Wilson but gets benched. And if he gets benched, if he gets released at the end of the season, do we really think that he's going to walk into a starting job elsewhere? Maybe. There's plenty of starting jobs out there, but this is an incredibly loaded rookie quarterback class. And I don't know if there's that many great landing spots. I think it could be a Baker Mayfield situation where he needs to compete with somebody in camp. He'll probably start somewhere, but certainly not worth what he's worth now in terms of multiple second round picks. Maybe you can even get a first four. So, yeah, I'm looking to sell now before the bottom well and truly falls out. The next faller. Cam Akers. Again, not exactly high priced, but after the trade, expected, you know, he started to show some flashes. He started to see into Alex, started to eat into Alexander Matheson's work. There was some hope that he could carve out a role. But this week he just didn't do it. 7.1% opportunity share, hardly seeing the field. He's now a roster clogger. I don't want any part of Cam Akers. I'd sell for whatever you can get. If you can get a second maybe two-thirds. I just don't see a world where he's valuable. Even the Matheson injury, I think it's going to be a shared backfield with Chandler. And let's be honest, you probably don't want many pieces of this offense. Justin Jefferson's probably not coming back. I think this is an offense that I want no pieces of, and, and Cam is certainly another that I don't want. Right, okay, it's time. Pain, this hurts. Jahan 
Dotson. I was a huge believer after his rookie year. I loved him as a pro- prospect coming out. I was really excited about what he did last year, but he's just not getting it done. Wide receiver 77 currently in points per game. And the issue, there's just too many mouths to feed. As you can see there, 15.5% target share. Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson. There's just too many mouths to feed. John Dotson's not getting enough work, enough volume to be consistent for fantasy. So I still think he's worth a you know a mid to late 24 first. I'm probably not buying him, but I think you've got to hold and, and just hope that the value comes and his season and hopefully fantasy life turns around because I think he's too talented to be a roster clogger. But realistically, you can't start him moving forward. The next guy, Alec Pierce, he's now the definition of a roster plugger. Wide receiver 99 in points per game, overtaken by Josh Downs, both in snap share and target share. Alec Pierce's calling card is that deep shot. He was expected to be a person that goes downfield, wins contested catches, would hopefully mesh well with Antonio Richardson. But he has only seen four deep targets through six games. He's not even worth a spot in your bench. If you can get a third round pick for him, if you can get anything for him, I'm absolutely selling him because I just don't see a world where you're ever going to enter Alec Pierce into your starting lineup. So get what you can and get out before that price becomes worthless and he's a waiver wire darling. The final guy, sorry, Tarek, I know you're a big fan, but Jerome Ford, he's been getting it done, running about 20 in points per game, averaging over 13 points. But week six, 52% opportunity share. I thought this was going to be Jerome Ford's backfield and Cream Hunt was just going to drift in and out and spell him a little bit. But this is clearly a two-horse race. There is two big bodies in this backfield. And I just don't think Jerome Ford is going to be what perhaps we hoped. Moving forward, I'd sell for a second. I think you'd probably struggle to do that right now after last week. Maybe you need to attach him to something else and go and buy Go, you know, can you attach him something to go and get Kyron Williams? That might be a move you could make. But I think moving forward, he's basically a flex play now. What do you think of the guys I've called? Is there anyone you disagree with? Is there anyone you think I've missed out? Let me know in the comments below. And if you're here and you've not hit that thumbs up button, it takes a second, helps us out. Also, while you're there, hit subscribe. I'll be back on Thursday with Tom. We'll be doing the matchup show, but don't disappear. Stick around. We've got plenty more content coming your way.